choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. All right, y'all. What up, what up, what up? Uh, sis, thanks for asking. This is episode 57 we have for y'all. I'm Suave at Sincerely Suave. Kells at KMGZ. And um, I, I had just lost count. You said 57. I was like, what is it? Uh, <laughs> I had it for two weeks, though. Or th- I had for three? No, I had for two. I had for 55 and 56. It's a record. All right. Um, hey, y'all, what up? We sorry we late. But, you know, Suave went to Rihanna's concert, and that's important. That's a holy day. And so we had to delay because we're going to – I, y'all say I'm biased, and I and I am a stand. I admit, even though I don't think I'm a stand because I'm objective. So we gonna get the view from somebody who's who's not a stand, so y'all can see that I don't be making shit up. This is why I say I'm not a stand. I don't be making shit up. If Rihanna did some whack shit, I would say it was some whack shit. Like that's the difference between me and some of the rest of y'all. Like I recognize when I like shit that's just me liking Rihanna, not necessarily because it's hot shit and hot shit. Some of the rest of y'all get that shit confused. So anyway, we're going to start with our current events. So you went to see the anti-world tour. And I and, and, and I, I thought the other day, somebody had tweeted something. I can't remember who it was. And it made me think of, when I was explaining the anti-tour, it made me think of why it is that Rihanna's show is so fantastic. But I'm going to let you go through it first and then see if you say it the same, come up with the same shit I came up with. Um, yeah, she, I'm gonna give her my yours and negritude, too, um, but we'll just put it all together. Yeah, um, about the, yours and the show was phenomenal, um, start to finish, the energy was amazing, even Travis, even Travis. Was yeah, bad. Travis wasn't bad, I didn't want to see him, but, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't terrible, he was good, actually, you know, I didn't mind that I had to see him. Yeah, um, but, yeah. Anti-tour was fucking, fucking amazing, start to finish. Um, I thought, what I, what I realized, like, midway through, I realized that it was very fucking simple. And Rihanna has mastered the art of less is more. Like, from, from her outfit to the, the, just the set in general. And at the beginning, it took me a little while to figure out where the band was because I kept yeah. hearing the drums and I was like, these right? are fucking immaculate drums. Where right? the fuck are they? Because she, when she like, comes out from behind you, it's confusing as shit, right? You'd be like, wait a minute, where's everybody at? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking, everybody's looking at her because, you know, she come from the back. Yeah. And I'm looking like, well, where the fuck is the drums? Yeah. Um. So it took me a little bit to figure that out. But once I did, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. And, like, me and my girl were talking, like, before it started. We were trying to figure out, I was like, okay, well, that's the, the thing where she catwalks yeah. up there. And, like, trying to figure out different things. Yeah. So we thought that that big-ass silver thing was a platform. Right. It's not. Nope. And so um, I just thought it was, I thought that was really cool because there was literally nothing but, like, white sheet everywhere and her. And I was just like, yo, that's fucking phenomenal. Um, she was captivating. She's very charismatic. Um her voice 
Thank you. Can you tell the people about Rihanna's voice? Tell them, please. Um, she's done a lot of work, y'all. She sounded amazing. I was floored. Um, and she was singing live, was she not? There was a yeah, track she playing. Was singing live. She, was, was, she was fucking dancing. She had the time of her fucking life in Atlanta. Like, I kid you not. Um, she, she, like, she got choked up at a part of it. She had so much fun. Um, what else? Like, I felt like she saw me because, like, where did my? They had my title seats. It was nobody on either side of us, so yeah. it was just kind of us in the middle. Yeah. And like when she came to the side, it, it felt like she saw me. And I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? She go. I feel like she goes out of her way to look at people in the crowd. Like, I, cause she waves sometimes at people. Like, I feel yeah. like she goes out of her way to like look at people. Cause she looked at me, motherfucker. I don't care. I got that shit on video. I was trying not to like melt, but it seemed like like she went like. She beat her chest and she was like, "Yeah, she looks at people and she's. Can you tell them? Do she look like she look in person or not? The bitch is beautiful, nigga. Yo, when she came out, I couldn't even see her fucking face. She had on that fucking, and I was like, God damn, like how she do that? <laughs> like I'm like, it's just this figure and it's fucking sexy. It was amazing. I was just like, Yo, how she do that? I tapped my girl. I was like, Yo, I never seen this before. I said, I can't even see her and I know she's gorgeous. God damn. And then she when she came out, like, she's fucking beautiful. Like. Rihanna, if you ever fucking hear, uh, you're beautiful. I, I I don't even know what I would say. Like, I think I would just be. She looks I, I say like nothing. the fucking pictures in person. She's she better looks than the pictures, man. <laughs> like the pictures. Like, she's fucking incredible. The the best part, yo, tell them about, because this is the part I feel like I didn't articulate. And this is, like, to me, this is the best part of the show. And this is the part that really, like, surprised me because I did, as much as I love Rihanna, like, I didn't realized that she could do that. When she came out on that Michael Jackson shit, when she came out and just stood there, like when you, cause when the show starts, like she said, it come out from the back. When the show starts, you hear her, like, you know, when she, what, but see, I, she switched it up because what song, what was the first song she sang? The first song she sang to us was Stay, but I saw videos where she sang something else. Did she, she sing Stay? Okay. So when she first comes out and you hear her singing it, right, but you don't see her because she be walking up that thing. And then as you see her, you start seeing her, the crowd goes crazy. And then there's like, all you see is this mic with the light on the mic. And Rihanna comes out and stands on this shit like Michael Jackson, not saying nothing, just stands there. And the crowd went crazy. And that shit was fucking amazing. And I would not think that she could do that because that takes like, not every act can do that. You know what I'm saying? Not every act can come and just stand still and have niggas, like, going crazy like that. And she did that shit. And that shit shocked the shit out of me. That's when I was like, oh, this is about to be some shit. Like, okay, Rihanna. I didn't, actually, I didn't, um, I came in a little late. I was out in the, uh, thing. But I, well, I came in on stage. So, like, she, they probably just turned oh, the so light Oh, so you on. missed that part. So when you came in, she was already singing. Mm-hmm. Okay, right before that, she comes up, and she just stands there. Like, not at the mic, she just stands there, and just stands there with the hood on and everything. Like, you can't see her face, the hood is on, it's pulled up, you know, whatever that, she has like a, a snorkel jacket yeah. type thing she wears with a hood. It's some weird shit, yeah. Yeah, that shit was incredible, that's when I was like, oh, this gonna be some shit. Nah, but I did know, I did have that moment though, it wasn't then, but when she came out in that motherfucking brown suit that yep. I've been waiting all my yep. life to see. Yep. So she came out like this is when she, you know, she stopped and she talked. Toward the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like in that moment, like she just stopped 
And she was just like, you know, thank you, Atlanta. Thank you, Atlanta. And it was just roar. Yeah. Like, and I just watched it. I just kept watching the crowd. Yeah. Like, it was amazing to see. And I was like, yo, this is fucking, this woman is a fucking star. Like, yeah. it felt like, in my general, I never seen Michael or Prince or yeah. Madonna or any of it's them. It's like that, but that's, that's what it felt like. It's like that. That's, that's, that's the same I mean, energy. that's what I imagine that, that yeah. felt like. Like, I was just like, wow, this is enormous. Like, she has huge energy. It was just, we were all united on one accord. Shout out to the girls that were behind me. <laughs> that was, was us, too. Me. The whole, that's the other thing. The whole, this is what I was going to tell you that I figured out what it is about Rihanna. Every single song she has is a motherfucking hit. Nigga, you go to a concert. Some songs you like, some songs you don't like. Oh, that's my shit. You get up and you sing. From the time Rihanna starts, there's no sitting down. Every fucking song she plays, the whole stadium sings them shits. Because they are fucking hits. Where have you been? Only girl in the world. Run this town. It's like bang, 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 bang. The girl has hits. And that's what the, that's what it is. I was before when I was like, Rihanna pulls you along with her. Because... And I, you know what? I'm going to stop because y'all keep saying I'm a hater. So I'm going to even stop mentioning the old girl. But I'm going to just say that's, that might be the one. That might, if there's a, there's a lot of disconnects between me with y'all's favorite. But that's one of them. Like I've said before, I don't think her catalog is that great. She's great, but her catalog is not that great. And, and, her, and the songs she be singing, she loves Halo. I can't stand Halo. So I can't, her show it's not as magnetizing. Like, I understand, like, she's moving, and I get it when she does the up-tempo songs, but, like, a whole set, it, it's just a lot of them songs. It's just like, oh, this song, oh, I don't really like, you know what I mean? She'll have a run where she'll do four or five in a row that I like, and then it's, oh, we got to sing this, and then it's the Halo and all these fucking slow-ass songs that y'all like that I don't like. You never, I, you never have that moment with Rihanna. Every fucking song she sings is a goddamn hit from Stay to, um... I mean, every song the girl got is a hit. It's no song she sings where you like, the next song, oh, that's my shit. Then the next song, oh, that's my shit. Then the next song, oh, that's my shit. That's what it is. The girl got hits. Yeah, she definitely, the um, the music selection for the tour was was amazing. And what I found also to be, and you, you spoke about it, but like, as soon as I started getting fucking tired, that shit was over. Yeah, is that, is, you know what I mean? The shit was like, on time, yeah, right? Yeah, like she was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm saying goodbyes now because I don't like saying goodbye, and so I'm gonna do it right now." And she did that shit, and she sang the motherfucking songs, and she did her rap squad and was out. <laughs> yeah, like, and also, um, well, most of us, I don't think most of us knew that Travis said he did even he didn't know until two days before Atlanta was the last show, the last show on the American tour. Yeah, yeah. So. Like that was one energy in itself. Like uh-huh. it was, it was just fucking phenomenal. If you've never seen a show in Atlanta, like Atlanta gets it lit. Mm-hmm. Atlanta has some real, real love for people that come and perform here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I have nothing negative to say. The timing was perfect. The 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 set was perfect. It was elegant. It was simple. It was perfect. Her voice was amazing. I just, it, I had a great time. She stays in her lane, and that's why I like her. Everybody like, she can't sing, she can't dance. First of all, she hasn't proved, she, she sings well. I would not call her Whitney Houston, but she sang well. She sounded good. And if she keep working, she might pass by a lot of people that y'all think she can't pass by, because the girl's voice is strong, and, you can, and that tone is unique. Nobody yeah. else has that tone. But she don't do, 
it's not necessary. Like, she doesn't have to do all that shit. She doesn't have to... She, it's not necessary. What she comes out and what she does is fan-fucking-tastic. And that's what I appreciate about She like, look, bitch, I'm not Janet Jackson. I'm not going to be out here doing backflips and all this shit. That ain't me. I'm going to give you this little dance right here. I'm going to give you this little nay-nay. I'm going to do this. But you know what I got? I got motherfucking hit-fucking songs that I can play for hours and hours. And I got charisma that I can play for hours and hours. And if you want to see somebody dancing, here go these two dancers right here. And they're going to come out and do all that shit y'all want to see. And here go my live ass band, which was live as shit, which she was controlling, I noticed that too, you noticed that? Yeah, she's always controlling them. Yeah, or- but like, a lot of people don't like to give her, girls are artists, a lot of people try to act like she's just propped up, started, don't do nothing, the girls are fucking artists, because she's controlling her band, and you notice like the little, I, I notice little shit like this, just because little hand motions, when you tell somebody, yeah. turn the sound, turn it up, she was controlling all of those motherfuckers from that microphone, and I saw that shit, so... Absolutely, and what um, I'm glad you pointed that out because what I appreciated the most was it was I mean, and probably most people didn't notice it, but like I noticed, it's just like while yes, she's having fun, we're all having a good time. It still worked to her, and you could tell that like you know she's up there, and it's like she's very just like aware. Like I can't explain. She's precise as hell, but it's effortless. Like with Beyonce. You see the precision. Like, I, to me, you it looks fantastic, but you see the work that went into it, right? You see the precise. You see the this precision. You see them, not saying you see them counting, but Beyonce, what she does is fantastic, but it looks like work. You know what I mean? It looks like you can see the choreography. You can see how much they rehearsed. You can see how, how tight it is. Like, oh, I know these bitches be practicing this for hours and hours and hours and hours because you can see it. It's like boom, 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 boom. With Rihanna... You get that, but it looks effortless. Like you, it yeah. does. It looks like she's just up there having a good time. But like you just said, if you pay close attention, that shit is heavily choreographed, heavily planned. She's controlling things from the mic, from the stage. She's telling that she's stopping the band, she's starting the band. You can see when she tells she'll she'll do a little. You have to see it's like little subtle shit she does when she wants them to switch to another song or when she's gonna do a little something different. It's little cues she sends them that I saw, but it looks effortless. And that's yeah. why I don't allow y'all to drag Rihanna. That's why I don't allow y'all to try to act like, oh, she's not really doing she don't the bitch is talented as fuck and she makes it look effortless. She makes it look like she's not doing anything, but she is. Yeah, it was that was the first time that I've um my my artistic eye has been like been able to see that you know how someone controls the show, but also keeps it you know unless you know what's going on, you don't right. know. Right. What I'm trying to say. And it's pr- and, and she it's- she did that, and that I thought that was really cool. It's like me and my girl were talking about it. And she was like, you know, I just felt like I was at the biggest party ever, right? And I feel like this is how she parties. And I was like, no, that's not how she parties. Mm-hmm. I said that was work for her. It was she work. made you believe it was. She made you believe that it was a party, but she was working. She was very, it was clear that she was working to me. Yes, I can see. Uh, yeah, it was effortless as hell. And I thought that the, the catwalk, a lot of people have a catwalk, but the way she did it, it seriously seemed like she was walking on the crowd. Like you saw the, you saw the platform, but it comes down really low. Like Michael Jackson does that shit too, but Michael Jackson be mad high. Because he ain't trying to have you motherfuckers jump up on his shit. He be mad hot. But Rihanna brings it down really low. Like, to it literally looks like she's walking across the people to the stage. And shit is, shit is fantastic. But if I would have, if I would have, 
if I would have thought about it, I probably would have tried to get tickets to it because I've noticed since Brooklyn that the show has gotten hyper because Brooklyn was kind of early on the tour. So the early shows is where you work out the kinks and figure it out. But, I, you know, I see the videos and the Houston show, the Atlanta show, that whole tour of the South she did, them shows was lit. And I was like, dang, I, if I would have thought about it, I would have bought tickets for another show and shot down somewhere else and tried to catch it again to see to see the, to see um, the differences that, that were made. Yeah, that it was a a good show. Peace to title. Shout out the title. I love y'all. You be coming um, up on that title shit. Yeah, nigga. And I was like, did I, am I the only one that won? Like I said, you it was like nobody been. on either side. Of me. You might have been the only one that won. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, they've been reward. They've been rewarding your loyalty. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jay. <laughs> all right. So yeah, that was your yours and negative two to Rihanna. Um. I forget. I'm sorry. I got to get better. I be so busy trying to figure out what I want to say about everything else. I be forgetting the yours and never twos. Um, real corny, but I'll give one real quick. So I, I, I switched out. I haven't canceled the Planet Fitness yet because I paid for the month and they cut your membership. They don't let you ride your membership out to the end of the month. So I'm going to just wait to the end of the month to close it. I, ain't gonna, I already paid for the end of the month. I might as well get it. But I switched from Planet Fitness to the New York Sports Club. I had New York Sports Club before in law school, but I just didn't go like that and whatever. I just was too busy, so I never, I never, I let it go. So I got it back mainly because, um, I don't know. I'm getting kind of tired of playing the fitness. It's it's okay, like, but uh, I just I, the, the um New York Sports Club has more machines in there. Excuse me. And better machines and more um, places to go around the city. So there's one right by my job. So I just wanted to switch over. So I just want to get them with yours in there too because it's definitely a cleaner gym. I don't necessarily know if it's a better gym. Like they do have more machines and different machines. And like they definitely have the Stairmaster, which I like. The ones that's actually steps, which I like. So I got on that yesterday for 15 minutes and almost fucking died. And felt <laughs> like I had never worked out in my life on that shit. So, you know, I'm trying to step my game up because when I was in, I don't know if y'all know, when I was in Ohio, like, I had dropped, like, 50 pounds, like, last year working out. Then I went to Ohio because, you know, we travel and we eat out every night. Like, you just, I put, like, 20 pounds back on. So, I'm trying to work real hard to get that back off because I'm, Operation Get Skinny or Die Trying is in full effect. So, I'm, like, trying to, so I'm, like, all right, let me switch gyms, get some new equipment. You know, and, and, and go ahead and, and hit it. And I've been changing my diet and shit. So anyway, point of that is, yours and everything the New York Sports Club. Because y'all, you know, it's a nice club. It's a little bit bigger. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's new, newer. Locker rooms are definitely cleaner, but they have more naked people in them, which I don't appreciate. Like, can, I, that's why I work out at night. Because I don't like taking gym, showers in the gym bathroom. I don't want to see you walking around with your towel. Like, ugh, you take showers <laughs> in the gym? No. Nah, like, ugh, who does that? I mean, unless it's like Equinox where, like, it's a private shower and you can go into your little private room and you ain't got to worry about it, I would do that, but, like... Mm. I ain't never seen the Equinox. I can't afford oh, to say the name. I can't, afford it. I can't afford it either. That's when I know I made it, when I can afford the Equinox membership. Do they um, have the um, pools, the treadmills that are in the water? Um, I, Different ones. The only one I've been to is the one that's on... Um, There's one on... Uh, where is that? It's not 72nd. It's... um. It's by seventy. It's right by um the one that's by Columbus Circle. I'm not exactly sure exactly which street that is. That's 59th, whatever. Columbus Circle, the area where all the streets kind of 
dig off each other. I've been to that one because when we was in law school, not telling my business, but I, I, I knew somebody that had a membership and they took me in there a couple times. So that's how I seen it. But it wasn't for that. I, that shit too rich for my blood right now. Maybe one day. Yeah. Make that a goal because I'm trying to get to the gym with the um the bikes and the treadmills in the water. You go, y'all got Lifetime Fitness down there, don't y'all? Not near me. Oh, Lifetime Fit. I was at Lifetime Fitness when I was in LA. That's a good gym, and that's a good one you go to. And the other one that's real good that I had when I was in Maryland is, I'm sorry, no, Lifetime Fitness is the one I had in Maryland. That's a good gym, but there's LA Fitness. Y'all got them? That's where I go. Okay, that's a good gym too. I went to LA Fitness when I was in LA. The one I went to had a pool. I never got in a pool, but it had one. But, yeah, mine got a pool. Yeah. Um, that's there's a, like a couple that I could. I go to the one that's right here just because right, it's right here. Right. I like it. Nobody bothers you in right. there. Like it's a couple where I live at. It's a it's a lot of people that live out here. Yeah. But you know, nobody bothers them, so they just chill out. So yeah. I like Lifetime Fitness. I feel like Lifetime Fitness is above Planet Fitness, but it's it's not as expensive as the New York Sports Club. And they, I mean, they still, but they got all the machines you need, and they got the one in LA that I went to. I mean, LA Fitness. My bad. The one in LA I went to had um, heavy bags. They had a whole yeah. row of heavy bags too, which I love. You give me a heavy bag, that's my cardio for an hour. I would punch that shit for an hour and and drop all the weight. Yeah, that's what I go do. Um, it sucks. Like, I wish they had it out in the open. They got it in one of, like, the rooms. Yeah. And, like, these chicks will just go in there, like, one chick at a time and sit in the mirror and do your little yoga or Pilates right. or whatever. I'm like, yo, you, you taking up the whole room to do that? <laughs> yeah, the fucking yoga Yeah, shit. they be all in there in the dark and stuff. Yeah. All right, so that that was our yours and negative two. All right, so on the current events, and I hope you got them because I was sending a mass sporadic to you, I know. And I don't remember not name one of them except for the white lady in the bathroom law update. Um, we'll, we'll start there because I I know I saw that this was happening, uh-huh. but I know you probably noticed like I backed up from Twitter a lot. But um, this happened in Danbury, and y'all yeah, in don't Connecticut. Know, we ain't even got no law. Yeah, y'all don't know. Um, that's my hometown, uh, Danbury, Connecticut. So I know exactly where they were the Walmart they're talking about um, and the people, I don't know these people in reference, but I know the people from there and, and how things get um, so bad on y'all Danbury but that shit is ridiculous um, I don't even know that I want to spend a whole amount uh, um, excuse me, a whole lot of energy talking about this shit, but just fucking mind your business Um, I thought that I will say this, all I'll say is the way that the, the young lady handled it, I give it up to her. Um, did you see the video she posted? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. They had it in Daily News. I was just like, the nerve it takes the nerve it takes to approach somebody, period. And then you approach somebody in a state that don't even got a law that right. says you can approach a person. And you and you loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. Um, but I just want to say that um, Amy Tom's. If you ever listen, um, shout out to you. The way that you handled it, the video, it was very progressive, very um, poignant in its points that you made. She she said she equated it to um, the black struggle. Not not she wasn't she wasn't coming from a place of saying you know she was black or whatever or going through the struggle, but she was saying, damn, like if I feel like this, imagine how they feel. And I appreciated that. Um, 
She's she's a young girl too, yeah. about twenty two. And she didn't look like a man either. She was At just all. a white girl with a short haircut and a hat. You and to make it worse, she had just cut her hair off and given it to cancer people. <laughs> right. Like how much of an like seriously? <laughs> right. She's much better than me because she, she was really like peaceful a, about it. She did not look like a boy or a man at all. So whoever like, ma'am, you are being Yeah. And I I mean basically I saw the video. I mean basically what she said in the nicest, whitest way she could, she was like I, you got me fucked up, basically, is right. what she was saying. But she was saying, like, the white version of it. But I was looking, like, this is just the nerve it takes to approach somebody. I'm telling you, they, this shit is going to come to a head because somebody going to ro- do it, and they're going to roll up on the wrong one, and it's not going right. to be a happy ending. And, and the laws is barely passed, and we already know how, how many of these incidents now. And, and right. so far, nothing has happened because it's mainly, from what I've seen, been white people that they've been approaching. They're going to do that shit to the wrong one. And it's and then and then you know we gonna might have to see Loretta back on TV and the National Guard gonna be something something gonna happen. It's 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 crazy because now like I gotta look I feel like I gotta look around look over my shoulder when I'm going to the bathroom like I, I gotta walk in with my hands up and like pointing my titties or some shit. I'm just, I, I don't I'm waiting I'm I'm waiting for it to happen. I'm like I said maybe when I maybe when I lose this weight because I don't feel like I look I mean I don't know I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that. I did have this lady at work look at me funny the other day, but I can't tell the, them white girls at that. I can't. Whatever. We're not gonna get into it, but I don't like the people that I work with most of them. So I don't know if it was just that or just them being them. Um, Speaking of um, at work, so the building that got me in now is like you still in Atlanta? Kind of, huh? You still driving into Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. Are you there permanently or? Girl, I don't know, man. I'm just riding that shit out till whatever. Um, but the, I think it's gonna be some shit like they've already extended it. They extended the assignment like a week after I got there. Yeah. But the way shit been going, they gonna extend that shit again. Um, cause that shit is not going as quickly as they thought it was going. <laughs> never is, cause they never wanna, they never wanna throw the proper resources at it in the first place. Yeah, but I've, I've been getting some nods from the big wigs, so hopefully they're going to be like, that, that one right there is smart. And, um, well, do they give you a nod for a fucking raise? Since you're driving further and, 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 and showing these niggas how to do pivot tables and shit? <laughs> they reimbursed my mileage and they, um, oh, I haven't right. submitted my parking steps. But yeah, in a sense, yeah. All right. Um, but um, yeah, I want more money though, regardless. Yeah. And hell, I'll go with the consultants if they want me. Because at this point, I'm just like, y'all, didn't nobody think to you know, pair one of us with the consultant and no. kind of do it that way. No, I think. And I, I said it out loud, and I was like, "Um, guys," and they were like, "You know what, Chelsea? I think you're about right." You know what I, I think? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the people. Um, there's all kind of people that breeze through that building, and I noticed this week, like several people have looked me up and down, all women. And <laughs> I noticed that each one of them, and I tweeted about this, each one of them looked dyke adjacent. And I was just like, don't be the ones. Huh? Don't be the ones, man. Don't be the ones. The the ones that be super pressed. Go ahead. It's it's always like they look and they kind of scoff. But it's not, I I pick up on it. They go one of them. Mm Mm-hmm. One of them I want to chop my backs down, but I'm going to act like I'm I'm disgusted. I'd be looking and I'd be like, well. You do realize that everybody outside of us thinks that you're one of me, right? <laughs> no. Nah. Okay. 
But I just want to say, like, I tweeted it. I'm going to say it again. Mind your own dyke aura. Just, you know, go worry about that. Worry about why people are, why these women are hitting on you and asking you questions. And don't don't worry about me. I don't know why y'all can't just mind your business. I don't be caring about nothing nobody else do. I don't understand you motherfuckers just always giving a fuck when it ain't your turn to give a fuck. Like, I just be in there trying to get these 8, 10, 12 hours, whatever's going to be, down so I can fucking go. Right. Right. And I don't be... And I go to I go to lunch with the same person every day, so I they probably think we fucking around, and I could not care less. Whatever, don't care. All right, um, so yeah, y'all stop running up on people in the bathroom. One of y'all gonna get punched in the nose and sued and fired and all that right. shit. Right. Um. All right. So next, I guess related, we'll we'll cover um the young lady that got slain in Brooklyn. By the dude, man, she was twenty. I had you. Did, did you read it? Did you read like read the whole thing? I have a lot of questions that they didn't. The part I didn't, I didn't understand some things, right? So the girl, the 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 um, the the one is the wife or whatever. The ex wife is thirty five, right? The girl was twenty two. They said she was living in this like shelter for homeless people, right? Right. But. Her dad commented on it. Her dad, she, her dad is around because her dad was like, "That's my baby" or whatever. I didn't understand. So he came. They, but they said that she was having a party in the ex-wife's. I didn't understand where the stabbing occurred and why this girl was in the shelter, and because it, it made it sound like she was staying in the shelter. I just, I, I guess, I, where did the stabbing occur? Because I've read the thing a few times and could not figure out where, did the stabbing occur at the wife's house? How did he, my question is, how did he get in there to stab her in the first place? From what I understood was, so they lived in this, like, private shelter or whatever right. that is apparently an apartment building. Did both of them know or just the one that got stabbed? That's the part I couldn't figure out. Did they live there together? I think they might have been. Okay. Or, I think they might have been. That's kind of how I understood it, but... It happened there, because they said it happened about 5.30, and initially, the the ex-wife and him were arguing, and I'm assuming that the girl was probably, you know, trying to break it up or whatever, and he went ballistic and, and stabbed, stabbed her. her in the chest. Yeah. At this party. Because they were, um, the reports were saying, because they knew the girl, they knew. Yeah. The it girl, was they were saying, you know, she's nice, and she would always give us everything, like, whatever she helped. That's- that's what confused me because it seemed like everybody knew her there. Her father was there. See, my, my point was it seemed like she had people. So I'm like, why is she in the shelter? And she had a job. It's not like she was like a bum. Like she had a job, like a legit job. And I just couldn't figure. I was like, why is she in the shelter? Her dad is. Her dad was like close to her. All these people knew her. I think they said something about it. I'm like, why is she in the shelter? I'm not understanding. Like, I was conf- I was thrown off by that too because the way the way that they explained it is. It's an apartment building. Yeah. And I guess it was, it's like, to some people, it's subsidized housing. Like, there are some people that are, like, I think I read there's five permanent tenants that live there. And then everyone else, the guy just, you know, helps people out. So it looks like it's kind of a uh, transitional housing, maybe. So, like, once you get on your feet and you can you can move from there, but it's not like, it's not like a regular shelter where you got a cot. 
Like you get a okay. house. Cause they said her job. It was like an MT. Like she had a regular ass job. Like I can't. I'm, it was like MTA or something like that. Like it was like she worked. It wasn't like some bullshit. Like it was a regular job. That's what I was like. I'm confused, and that's why I didn't understand. I was like, did he live in the shelter with them? Like, cause I just didn't understand how he how he came to the party, why he would be at the party to even stab this girl. Yeah, I didn't see that it was a party. I thought it was like it was it was early early morning when it happened. I read it was a party. This I read this in the Daily News that there was a party. He came there. Him and her got to arguing. I didn't read about the, the break it up part. Actually, the part I read, the part I read in the New York Daily News said that he walked into the party, didn't was arguing with the wife, but attacked the girlfriend and stabbed the girlfriend in the chest. And it might have been 5 in the morning, but I know I read it was the part because there was a lot of people there. Like, that's how they called him. They was like, oh, it's, you know, this dude, because I read later that he got arrested or whatever. But the story I read said... The day was fighting, and he started attacking her, and everybody's like, "Yo, get off her, get off her, get off her!" And that, and he stabbed her in the chest, and that's what killed her. And I just didn't. It was, I don't know. I feel like it was stuff in there that we wasn't being answered because I was like, "How long were they together? How did he get there?" Like, I just, it didn't. It seemed funny to me. Yeah, it was. Um, it's, there's a lot of stuff missing. I mean, I can assume that we know what it's about. But. Yeah, I mean, I know that's what it's about. I just didn't... I'm like, were they together a long time? Because they made it seem like... In one hand, it made it seem like her and the girl were together for a while. Because they said it was a custody battle. They were together for a while. The girl had kids. And I'm just like, what made him stab her right, right then? But maybe... I don't know, maybe he thought, you know how niggas are, oh, well, you know, we're going to get back together, and then maybe when he figured out that they really weren't going to get back together, then he just decided he was going to stab her. Well, there were, um, she had, I think, four kids. It was four right, kids in the home, because they're charging him with reckless something right. in front of minor. Right, because like, it was people counselors. there. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, it was people there when he stabbed the girl, because the people was like, yeah, he started fucking with her and stabbed her in the chest. Yeah, I think, I, I think it might be a I don't know, misunderstanding about the housing situations. I think it just might be low, like, low... Section 8. That's what I was like. I was like, I don't yeah. understand this shelter angle. Like, I don't get it. So, yeah. It probably was just, like, some Section 8. They said the dude, the dude, whoever owns it, like, he's being paid, I think, $3,000 per family to offset all the costs. So, yeah. like, they pay whatever or don't pay what all, pay it all. Yeah. So, I think it's just one of those situations. I don't think it's a shelter at all. Yeah. All right, yeah, so... I mean, I don't know. I just this shit like this is and, and Britney and all that. It's like I just don't fuck with straight girls. Or I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's people that like come out late in life and all that, but I can't be. I need you to like me, me the whole situation. I need you to fucking have that shit figured out. Get you another had had have had another girlfriend. Figure it out that you really are gay. This ain't you know just something you want to try or are you curious or whatever. Like this is really what you want, and then maybe we can talk. But. All this married to a man, got these kids, now all of a sudden you want to be, I, that ain't for me. Yeah, I don't even, I don't like to, you know, judge people or whatever. I'm not even sure that I think it was a situation like that. I think this was one of those situations where, you know, the lady's moved on or whatever, realized, come to terms with who she is, and like the dude can't let it go. It so could he, be. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that he had an issue because, you know, his wife left them for a woman, and... Of course, she's not, like, you know, a feminine woman, and she was more masculine-presenting. 
But I was wondering because I thought that, but then that's why I kept saying she's 35 and the girl's 22. So how long could they really have been together? If she got these four kids and was married to this man, like a year, two years tops? Like how long could they really have been together? Ain't no telling. <laughs> they could have been together before she got divorced. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, I just had questions. I feel like it was like a lot. I was like, y'all, this, this, y'all not explaining everything, but yeah. Um, but that nigga looks crazy. Yeah, he did. I'm glad they got him though. But I mean, I guess he, everybody saw him, and they, I mean, he he, he made it. it all the way to fuck home though. I know, I know. But maybe because of the time, I don't know. But um, yeah, I just I can't like that's why I, I can't like I'm sorry. I'm not gonna be a oh well you know I always okay we'll go get you a whole nother girlfriend. Do what you gonna do. Get all that little baby early dyke shit out the way. Then come holler, cause I, I can't I can't do it I can't do it. It'd be too much shit. I ain't dealing with no baby daddies. I ain't dealing with no ex husbands, cause this the type of shit that happen. It's like at the end of the day, like I, that ex husband, all that shit, all that legal shit. I ain't I, listen, man. I, it's, life is too short. I can't be out here with your ex husband harassing me every day, trying to fucking stab me. I ain't got time. You know what I mean? Like I just don't want to deal with that shit. Right. Um, all right, yeah. So rest in peace to, to Tony. That's a, a twenty-two sad years old. Shit. Um. All right. So, and um, other senseless news. We got that uh, baby bison up at Yellowstone. Them fucking people. I went them to. Hi. That story. I'm so mad about that. Y'all killed that little baby bison. That baby bison was out in the wilderness. Where right. it belongs, minding this motherfucking business in a park, in a national park where it's supposed to be safe to be a wild animal. Cause, right. and here come y'all dumb motherfuckers. Take the, he looks cold and takes him down the. What was the ranger going? Man, I just wish they could just throw these people in jail and just find them all the money. Like, what are you doing? How? And then who are these other people that were around when you did this? When you fucking seat belted? This baby bison into the back of your motherfucking car and going to take him down to the park ranger. What the fuck was the park ranger supposed to do with this baby bison? Yeah, people. Yeah, I call bullshit on on <laughs> this as soon as I saw it. Um, and then I was reading like they were trying to say like it went from oh we thought it was cold to we wanted it to go back with his family. Let me tell y'all. This is the wilderness. It was with his family. Let me tell you something, y'all a little something about nature, alright? Nature, animals, they don't fuck with us. They, they don't, don't fuck need with us. Humans. They do not fuck with us. And the reason that they did not accept that baby back was because y'all put your little human, dirty fucking human hands on the animal. And the mother will leave that animal because they feel like now it's contaminated or whatever. Whatever it is that goes through their mind, but they don't come back. Birds do that. You touch a bird nest, they leaving the eggs. Yeah. They're not coming back. Turtles do that. Like they all so do that. many animals do that. Like leave the fucking animals be. Like nature run. They they know what they're doing. They take care of themselves. Well, like, they don't need us. It ain't like you found the fucking bison by the side of a road or in your right. driveway or in your garage. He was in the fucking wilderness where he belongs. Where are you taking him to? Oh, how can you like? Who does that? Oh, this bison needs help. What are we gonna do? Like, Put them in the zoo? I don't understand. What what was he supposed to do? What what was the ranger gonna do? What makes you think that bison needed your help for anything? Right, and then like, 
What in you didn't tell you that, okay, if you, if perhaps this animal was in danger, what the hell propels you to pick up a wild fucking bison and put it in your car and go somewhere with it? Like, why didn't they register you to you? Okay, well, maybe this animal's injured or whatever. Let's go get the park ranger and bring him back to where this, this, this bison is. Or if it's injured and dies, it just dies. It's, we in the wilderness. So, like, even if the bison didn't die, it still would have been a fucking orphan because y'all put your hands on it. Like, I just, all that for, y'all know y'all just wanted some burgers, and somebody stopped you on the way out, and you got caught with the bison and tried to make up all this, this they lie. They had that like, shit seat in the car. How stupid are you? Exactly, like, y'all was gonna take it. You know what y'all was doing? I don't know what the fuck is going on, but people riding around with alligators in the car. <laughs> Throwing them through, through windows. Fucking python, sleeping with Nah, man, like, y'all gotta chill. White people Jim. scared to death of black folks, but they sleep with all kind of deadly animals, picking up baby bison, swimming with sharks, all kind of shit, shooting themselves in the outer space. Black people is just terrifying. I just... Move around. So sick of y'all. Yeah, like, that shit pissed me off, though. I was like, <laughs> it, y'all killed that bison being goddamn stupid. Like, that... Ugh. I'm sorry, little baby bison. Like, that's... I hope they find them. I don't know how. I hope they find whatever the maximum fine is. I hope they get it. Like, ain't you supposed to go to Yellowstone and mind your business? Like, you're not supposed to touch anything. It's the wilderness. You go out there and you try not to die because you in the wilderness. It can call like, oh my gosh, like, like oh, aren't, just, aren't isn't everything like in Yellowstone protected yeah, by law? Yeah, whatever you yes, protected by law. But even if it wasn't, like, if you see a goddamn bison in the woods, it's where it's supposed to be at. It's supposed right. to be in the woods. Anyway, fuck that—that that was terrible. Y'all gotta—I'm sorry. I'm tired of white people. Only white people do shit like that. Run they gotta—they gotta um amend the constitution and insert a mind your business clause because only they is. run up into other people's habitats and just think that you know they just need to do something to make things right. Only them. Only them. Only y'all go to a national park. And think that it's your role to rescue a wild animal from the wilderness. Right. Look at nature naturing. Oh my god, stop. Stupid motherfucker. Alright, what's what's next? Alright, last uh maybe last. Uh the roots remake. Yeah, oh. So all I wanted to say was I think, because you ain't been on the tweet, so maybe you don't know. Like everybody, why do we need another roots? I ain't watching roots. Why do we need another slave movie? Nigga, if you could name me five slave movies, I will slap you a high five because we don't have that many. And I've seen the roots. This shit got some new um, unknown actor, British dude. Um, um, what's her name? Her just drew a blank on her name. Um, old girl from um, ah fuck, I don't know her name. It got a lot of big time stars in it, is what I'm saying. Like a lot of real talent, not like you know a bunch of unknowns like Lifetime movie shit. This got yeah. some real actors in it. And it's redone. And I'm going to watch it. And I'm tired of you black motherfucking people talking about you don't want to see another movie about slavery. We haven't had enough movies about slavery. We done had 5,011 movies about the Holocaust and going to have some more because Jewish people don't know that. Don't let you forget they shit. Jewish people yeah. don't never let you forget that they lives matter. And here y'all go, always complaining, ain't enough. You don't know shit about slavery. You only know what white people told us about slavery. We know Nat King had a rep, um, Nat King, 
Nat Turner had a, had a revolution only because he killed so many white people that it happened to make it into the story. Because they was like, oh, this nigga got, actually got 20 of us. So they had to tell that story as, to, as a warning. But I bet you there was way more uprisings. I bet you it was way more slaves ran away to got away than we ever know about. Because they're not going to tell us because it's his story, not our story. Okay? So... And, and, and they're trying to re-rank the history books right now, talking about slaves and indentured servants and interns and all this bullshit. And all this wasn't really about slavery. It's about states' rights and all this bullshit. We need shit about slavery. The story has never been told. This country owes black people an enormous debt. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to pay it. And God damn it, we need to show every slave. It ain't just about no goddamn roots and then the Civil War and then Emancipation Proclamation and then Martin Luther King March and, and, and then we elected Obama and now we all free. It ain't just that. Black history is American history. America is a country that exists, that is a leader of the free world, that is the richest country in the free world because of slavery, because we had a 500-year head start on every other nation in the world because we had free labor. And so we were able to amass all this capital and all this land and all this enterprise and all this shit on the backs of black people. And that's why America, in in only, what, three, four hundred? Are we at 400 years yet? 17, 18, 17, 19, 17. We're not at 400 years yet. A little over 300, over 300 years now we've only been in existence. When all these other countries have been around for thousands of years, and that's why we lead the world, because we had slavery, and they were, we were allowed to build this country up without having to, you know, pay the money that it, that it cost to, like, that it would have cost if you had, like, paid your workers, like, so, the, the country owes us an enormous debt, they ain't gonna pay us reparations, so the least we could get is some motherfucking enough movies to really show, look, white motherfuckers, y'all ain't the shit, y'all think y'all did everything, y'all think y'all superior, y'all think y'all built the shit, y'all didn't do shit, because I guarantee you, the, the cotton gin was not designed by Eli Whitney, I guarantee you that shit was designed by some slave that was tired of pulling cotton by hand and was like, hey, look, massive, we do it like this and like this, it'll be faster, and that white man took that shit and put his name on it, you know how I know that, because what the fuck do a white motherfucker care about how fast, it, how fast you can pull cotton? That's not some shit they're going to think of. They think of how to buy more slaves, how to sell more slaves. They don't think about how to make the slaves work easier. That's some shit a slave comes up with. So I know somebody black invented that. We gave y'all music. We gave y'all culture. We gave y'all all the shit that y'all want to claim for yourselves and steal our shit and slap your name on it and, and, and make these movies abroad like we just a bunch of thugs and, 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 and poor and broke because that's the image y'all want to throw out there so y'all can feel good about yourself. But it ain't the fucking truth. And goddamn it, we can have some more roots, and we can have some more slaves. I want to hear all kinds of stories, because you know what? Slaves in Louisiana was different than slaves in Maryland, was different than slaves in Florida, was different than slaves in Georgia. It ain't just all oh, slaves. This is all different kind of slaves. And some people did cotton. Everybody had picked cotton. It's out in the Carolinas, it was rice. Different places, it was sugar cane. Down in the Caribbean, it was sugar cane. It's different. Like, it ain't just a slave is a slave. And... I, honestly, I feel like y'all don't like these slavery stories because y'all ashamed of it. Because y'all feel like, oh, well, the only ones to be... Like, it, it ain't nothing to be ashamed of, my nigga. Like, yes, in 1864, we were slaves. In 2008, we elected a president. Ain't no Latino presidents. Ain't been no Jewish presidents. We had one Irish Catholic president. Ain't been no Asian president. And none of these motherfuckers started out in slavery like we did. We, yeah. we, 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 we done did some shit in our little 300-something years here. 
from slavery to the White House. And that's a fucking story that can be told again and again and again. If all these other motherfucking stories can be told, why can't ours? Slavery is not a shame, man. That's some shit. We started from the bottom, now we here. And we can have some fucking movies about it and pay it the proper specs it deserves and give our ancestors the proper shine they deserve because they went through some shit. So me and you can sit here on our fancy computers and do our podcasts and look at our, our black president on the TV. They fucking bled for that shit. So fuck y'all with this. I don't want to see another movie about it. So y'all unfucking grateful is what y'all are. Some motherfuckers need to have it. They deserve to have their story told and not by the white man how he want to tell it. I think um, I think people, they, they keep saying no more slave movies, but I think what they're trying to say and not realizing that they're trying to say is that they're tired of the same story being told. So, but now, you know, they're telling different stories. We're getting different perspectives. And what I was, what I read about Roots is, um, like, the advisors for the movie are historians. Like, yeah. they're saying this, this is going to be more factually accurate. Yeah. Um, than, than any movie that we've ever yeah. had. Because the problem with the first Roots, because uh, I actually read Roots, like the book, Alex Haley's book, that's like eight inches thick. I actually read that shit. And when Roots first came out, I was little. Roots came out in 77. I remember watching it, but I was like four or five years old. I was like mad little. Um, but when it came out, it was controversial because, like you said, first of all, there were some accusations of plagiarism. A lot of people try to say that Alex Haley plagiarized some of it. Because do you know the Roots story? Like, do you know the story behind it? That he went, he, he was trying to find his ancestor, and he went to Africa to the village he was in. That, that That's kind of how Roots came about. So, no, I really don't. Yeah, so people, back then, people were trying to say that he fabricated some of it, and that wasn't really his relative, and maybe he didn't really go to the, it was a lot of shit with Roots. And then, to your point, that's what they were saying about the original broadcast. It was it was a lot of things they took out. It wasn't historically accurate. Um, they shot it on a lot in um, uh, Hollywood. This one is shot on plantations down in Louisiana, like actual plantations, and they said that the Kunta Kinte character that was um, LeVar Burton played was really white. In other words, the roots that came on 1977 was more of a TV production, not so much historical. This one is coming on the History Channel, and it's coming on A&E. And it has much, much more historically accurate as far as who Kunta Kinte was, where he came from, and... Um, Little, the little, all the little issues that people had with Roots in '77, they're like, yo, this is totally different. The Kunta Kinte is not this, you know, he's a little bit more edgier because he was an African. They was like, you know, they tried to, like in the original, they tried to show the foreignness of of of, of, of Kunta Kinte, but it was LeVar Burton. He's an African American, right? Like, he's like, it wasn't. They were like, this one, they really showing. Look, this motherfucker was an African. He wasn't born on a plantation. He wasn't born a slave, and, and that's all he knew. This motherfucker was a free African that ended up on a plantation. And so it wasn't this go-along to get-along or, you know, oh, he's just gonna run away and all that shit. They were like, yo, it, 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 it was, it's gonna be very different, so. Yeah. I'm gonna see it. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, I hear what you're saying about tell the same story, but I don't know, because them motherfuckers be like, oh, was he a slave? I thought, did you see 12 Years a Slave? Yeah. I thought that was a good movie. There's people complained about that. I thought that was really good. The one thing I, I I I do understand and I do agree with, and I said it for um, Underground. I don't know if you watched that, the series that came on TV, Underground. The, the one thing I don't like about and Roots kind of did it too. When they tell these slave stories, it's always this benevolent, you know, it's always a benevolent white person or they're going to focus on the good white people. 
oh yeah, they're the slave masters, but you know, the Underground Railroad was these nice, good white people that helped to free the slaves. It's like, nah, y'all really wasn't. I mean, y'all, yeah, y'all provided the slaves freed themselves. Okay, the slave decided he didn't want to be a slave anymore, and he ran. And yeah, you had these places along the way where he could stop, but make no mistake, the slave was freeing himself. The slave was running north to freedom. If the slave got caught, the slave was going to get sold back into slavery or killed or lynched or branded or whatever the fuck they was going to do. You, you know, maybe you would have lost your property, probably not because you're white. And you, you know, I don't know what was going to happen to you. I'm not saying they didn't take no risk. So that's the part that I, you know, tell the, tell the, tell the story through the view of the slave. And that's why I like 12 years of slave. And yeah, people had a problem with Brad Pitt. I'm like, but that's what happened. If he, if the, if he's the one that wrote the letter that, I mean, that sent the letter, then he's the one that sent the letter, but they didn't make it like he was, you know, this big savior. Like it was clear that Simon is the one who was working to get himself free. I like 12 years of slave. Um, so that's that's my only problem with slavery. I don't like when they do that. I don't like when they do this benevolent white person's eye and oh, there was plenty of good white people. We weren't all nah 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 y'all because y'all trying you know y'all trying to again make it about y'all and wasn't about y'all. I don't care how nice and benevolent you was. You wasn't no motherfucking slave. And it take a lot of fucking heart and gumption for a motherfucker on a, a Louisiana plantation to decide that he gonna try to run free on foot north or mail himself or stow away in a ship or whatever the fuck he was going to try to do risking life and limb to get free and that's the stories that we need to see so the, you know we, they're going to put some respect on our name in this motherfucking country on today and tomorrow and from now on yeah put some respect on it I do want to see um movies about like the middle passage and the journey here because yeah. I noticed that revolts had to have happened on the boats of course, and that's yeah, what like, I'm I saying. See those. And and like we can tell these whole and don't get me wrong, the Holocaust was terrible, and I ain't mad at the Jews. Look, y'all, I get it. Y'all motherfuckers not gonna forget we went through this shit, and we gonna tell it, and I don't care. We gonna tell it. I don't have no problem with that. But they can do it, and they can show all the horrors of that with the Schindler's List and all that, and that's fine. But you know what? As many as died in the Holocaust, and it, it don't it don't match. It's nowhere near as many that died in slavery. From, from Africa to the middle package to over to passage to over here on the number and this is just facts you you know do your googles or whatever you want to do the numbers are, are astronomical like we only know we don't know how many countless were thrown overboard like even the ship manifested they find those are the ones they find you don't know how many ships came about you don't know what happened over that ocean you really don't you know what I'm saying pirating and all that type of shit. Not to mention when they go raiding these slave villages in Africa, how many slaves, how many people they killed trying to get these slaves? You know what I mean? Like, dude, the story has never been told. So, y'all, I don't agree with y'all on that shit. Like, slavery is just a, we have not even scratched the surface on slavery. So, you can tell them, tell, tell them, tell the movies. Y'all talk about, y'all sit around talking about making white people uncomfortable with these dry-ass Chris Rock jokes and shit. No. Make them uncomfortable with the fucking truth. With this bullshit y'all trying to sell us is bullshit. This story y'all tell us in school is bullshit. This is the real. Put some respect on our name. God damn it. Amen. Alright. What's next? Um. That, was, that it. was it for current events. We did want to give an honorable mention to uh, Chance's coloring book. Oh! Yeah, let's do that before we do the shows. Bruh. This shit yeah. is out fucking standing. To be a mixtape? 
It's out fucking standing. I love it. I love it. I like Chance. I like the way his his rap style. His 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 is. I like it. Like he like he's kind of a backpack rapper, but not really. Like his style is back rap backpack rap. But the nigga be saying shit, and I love the way he puts his emphasis. I, I picked up on it in Ultralight Beams when he was like, "My ass looking back like a pillar." So I love that shit. I like the way he puts his where he puts his stress and his intonations, and I like the way he does his verses. That shit I'm surprised is, you like him. I like him. I like him a lot because he's uh, he's he's walking that um spoken word line. That's what I'm getting at, though. He's walking it, but he's not. That's what I say. He's kind of a backpack rapper, but he throw just enough hip-hop on it for me. With the emphasis he does, his his content, what he's taught. Like, he he's he he's not a... He doesn't do the... um. I enjoy his music, is what I'm saying. I enjoy his music. He doesn't take it too far left where I'm like, all right, I don't want to hear this shit. Like, you know, he's talking about his girl. He's talking about his babe. The only song on there that I don't like... And I skip every time. Is that same drug? We don't do the same drugs. I don't like that song. But the, all the rest of them, I like it. I, I like it. He's not. He's he's. I see what you're saying. He's pushing up against that spoken word, but I feel like he puts enough swag on it that it's hip hop. Is he does not unhip hop it, and that's why I like it. I mean, a lot a lot of hip hop, raw hip hop is uh, spoken word, but this this project is fucking phenomenal. I don't think I've ever been more in tune with a Chance Project than this one. Um, it's perfect. It's perfect. I don't even know. I have nothing negative to say. I played it straight through. This shit um, is inspiring as shit. This is this yeah. is it's the opposite of views. This is what I was saying about views. It's inspiring. It pushes you. You look forward to the next song. It's 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 jubilant. It's you know what I mean. Like the the production is it's gospel, my nigga. The production even, is fucking right, and I don't even. I'm not a, for me to be listening to gospel. You got to really flip that shit, and he flipped it. Like I liked it. It's it's and that's what I'm saying. He's pushing yourself. You give me some innovative. This new this new good music gospel sound that Yay is doing, and and everybody in his camp is on. Or I, I like it because they flipping it. They flipping it, and it's dope. I do too. Um, and it still has that like edginess about it. He right. got that song up there with Thug and... Yeah, it's and not corny. Daddy. That's what I'm that saying. That fucking song is a fucking jam. Yeah, that's what dog. I'm saying. It's not corny. It's not no cornball shit. It's not that backpack shit. It's not God bless Kendrick. It's not that fake deep hotep Kendrick shit where, oh, I'm trying to be so deep and deep. Let me be so blackity black and deep and deep that I'm making terrible songs here. Yeah, I got flows, but I don't. nobody gives a fuck about what I'm saying because what the fuck am I talking about? You know what I mean? Like, it's not that. The nigga keeps it real. When you talk about, yo, if you're going with me, you ain't got no gas. It's, 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 he's flowing. He's not just, like, off on this, you know, that whole teppy shit that I can't, I can't with. And it's not some, it's not the shit Drake gave, some lazy fucking, you know, what the fuck is this shit. I'm happy that he's taking the route that he's taking. Um, because he, he definitely wouldn't be able to be that kind of artist being signed to, a label. No. I, I got questions about that, but we, we won't go into it today. Um, I don't be believing all these niggas that's not, that say they're not signed, though. I think that's semantics. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes that be semantics. I know people be independent, don't get me wrong. But no, I, I, think, I was reading about that. A lot of labels are telling people to continue 
saying that they're an indie artist and they're not signed. Well, not that. Even that's another thing. I'm not sure about that. But what I'm saying is, I think I think sometimes people be playing the semantics with the not signed. Like they be signed to like perhaps something. Like they have something that allows. Because this is why I say this. Chance's album popped up on the TV when we were watching um what uh what show I think it was. some show came on TV it was prime to, maybe it was blackish I don't know I was watching some show on TV and his album came up on TV like it was views and I'm like what kind of money you making that you paying for this commercial spot so I think I think unsigned when they I don't know I'm just talking here but just knowing a little bit that I know I know I'm a lawyer, and I know how niggas play semantics. And it's like, okay, I'm not signed to a record deal, but like... He has a publishing deal, yeah. Yeah, I have a publishing deal. In some kind of way, I'm getting money from somebody other than myself to push this album. Because shit was on iTunes, and it was a goddamn commercial on TV. And I don't know how much no primetime TV spot, but I know it's a lot of motherfucking money. And I don't see no other independent artists getting them looks. So somebody's pushing money from somewhere. Well, I mean, it released on iTunes, so right. He probably he probably cut a deal with uh, Apple somewhere along the line. But he says some I don't know which track it is, but one of the tracks he says that he has a deal with Sony Publishing. Yeah, so I mean, I know what that means. I, I think a lot of people they say they unsigned it. People think that they complete. They oh, that means that you know they just independent doing themselves. And I think people be playing semantics with that sometimes. I know some yeah. niggas truly are. You know, they got they independent, but. I seen that shit on TV, and I'm like, that costs money. So, yeah, they be signing I, something. They just don't be signing the court fingers recording deals. Yeah, I guess what I meant by that is he wouldn't have been able to. I don't think he would have been able to do take the take the lane that he's he's um he's gone in with a record deal. Right. That I don't think that would have flown. But yeah, a lot of people have publishing deals. I get it. Yeah, and other shit too. There might be some new some new. Listen, we gonna call. We gonna call this a. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's probably some some semantics being played. And yeah, we got your publishing deal, and we, you're also signed to this label. However, it's not a recording contract. Maybe we just call it. We just gonna. We gonna call it a marketing deal, or we gonna call it a ancillary deal. I don't know. I just wonder sometimes. I'm like, okay, independent, okay, but you pay the prime time spot for a mixtape. That you giving yeah, away for Apple, free? Apple probably did that. <laughs> like, Hip-hop yeah. is keeping Apple afloat right now. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, good job, Chance. And, 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 and um, carry you through the... That, that'll, that'll carry me through the summer because views ain't going to do it. Ray Schmurter's still coming. I'm still listening to Anti every day. Um, that's still I'm, I'm kind of uh, excited for this Cali project that's dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going it's to be some stuff coming out. But um, thus far... You know, I know I know Lemonade is out, but thus far I still think Anti is the album 2016. But I also now think that they pro- they're not gonna give it to her. They gonna rob. They gonna rob Riri. I know who. I know. I know what'll be a real injustice if it wins it though. Goddamn Adele. I love Adele to death, and I got that album. But with all the shit that come out this year, if they get that Grammy to 25, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be mad. Cause that shit ain't better than than Lemonade, and that shit ain't better than Anti. And that shit might not be better than Chance's shit. And it's probably not going to be better than a lot of sh- more shit that's coming. I don't know. But, I mean, it was cool. It was cool for what it was, but we shall see. We'll see. I, I definitely think Anti is a contender. Um, 
They're going to give it to Lemonade, though. They're going to, because it's Beyonce. They don't want no problem. She gave them the, 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 the visual. Maybe not, though, because the cohesion, the cohesion on Lemonade is not the not as good as anti. Well, you say it, you say it, and Sean said it on the podcast, because when I say it, they say I'm a hater. But I believe that. I believe that Lemonade is not a good as good an album, because... And this is what I was speaking to earlier. You got a lot of people don't know the difference between you like a song because you like the artist and it's a good song. And it's a lot of songs on Lemonade that y'all like because y'all like Beyonce, but like they're not getting like they're not they're not gonna be it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Lemonade. I think I think the um, the uh, the shock the shock factor for Lemonade or what's making. I'm sorry, let me start over. I think what's making Lemonade get the uh, accolades that it's getting is the shock factor that was on it. It was this first time that Beyonce's raw exactly. and like not this character was that's, like herself. And that's, and that's why point. everyone's so up like up in arms about it. But the album itself was kind of mediocre. That's my it point. Like, it's the visuals, this the visuals she dropped, the story, we finally get in the story. Oh, that's what happened. So every that's what everybody's caught up in that. But that's my whole point. The album itself yeah. is not I think Beyonce, the album is better than Lemonade. Not and leave Anti out of it that came out this year. I think Beyonce, the album that she put out before this one, is better than Lemonade. Because again, that's an album that all the songs on that are fantastic, all of them. Yeah, I just I would pick Anti if if I had to choose. I would pick Anti. But this this fucking chance album better win something in the in the rap category, yeah, even the win. gospel category. I don't care where you put it. It got something. It got to win something. I'll, yeah. Again, we'll see what Ray Murder puts out. But um, you know, well, I I don't know though, because you know what I noticed too. We've been selling the life of Pablo short. The life of Pablo. If that one best album, I would not be mad. I mean. That shit is that's a hot album too. That's a, that out anti and the life of Pablo. I listen to every day. And I don't skip Even no- even no nah, I like Life of Pablo. But even that one, it seemed uh, I told you the first three, it starts out really strong. First three records, amazing. And then famous famous happens and it got a little lost there. Now I don't hate it. I love famous. I, I think famous I, the I, hottest I, I one. I could do on without there. famous. I could do without fuck my life. I hate that song. Every time I fuck my, everybody like that's my favorite. I'm like, what you like about that song? It's so monotonous and boring. I can't stand it. Waves is my shit. Waves. Um, the first three songs, I can't even think of what's on that album. But yeah, I don't. The the most cohesive, um, harmonious project that came out this year is anti. Like every album, except for Chances. That's come out. I've been like, okay, well, I could have done without this. I would have put that there. Would have put that there. Would have left this out. Views, I got a whole lot of that. Views, um, <laughs> just take it back. Pop, Life of Pablo, I would have left some shit off. Lemonade, I would have probably ordered it different. Um, I would have anti just was. I had nothing to say about anti. Nothing. Just, it's a perfect album. It's perfect. And if you got something to say about it, you hate it. Because Other than, I think one of the only song that I really didn't like was one of the deluxe songs. The, the, um, it was a joint. deluxe. Right, the Gotham joint. That yeah. she just threw on there, like, here you go, we recorded it, I'm gonna put it on there. Yeah. She even did the deluxe records at the fucking concert. Yeah, cause Sex With Me, I mean, um, Pose, I told you, Pose goes. That shit fucking goes. Uh, that was it. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a deluxe, so I can't, that doesn't even count. Yeah. 
All right, so yeah, Chance, great album. All right, so um, we're going to move to the shows a little quick. Did you catch up on, um, you saw, uh, Let's Do Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You saw that first. You saw that, right? I think so. The episode where um, Chris breaks up with Mimi because Stevie comes yes. to live on the couch. Yeah. Chris got the, the most sense on the show um, yeah. of everybody. But no, I like that. So for y'all watching, for when I say, I have said, on this one too many times why I don't fuck with straight girls and, and why you know that conversation that Chris had with Mimi was exactly it because it's just like she said look y'all got y'all got for all intents and purposes y'all are a family I know y'all not together or whatever y'all call y'all not married whatever the case he married somebody else whatever the case is but for all intents and purposes y'all are a family and that's always going to come before me, and that's how it should be. And I'm not trying to, you know, y'all got to, you got to do what you got to do because that's your baby father, that's your child's father. Y'all got to raise this kid, and it, you know, y'all got to do what's best for y'all. And so I'm out. And I just, I was surprised by how non-dramatic, because you know, you know how the show is. I was surprised about how non-dramatic that was, and like how how plainly she put it. And I was like, yup, that's basically it. So for all y'all out there, why y'all always dragging straight and why y'all always dragging about it's not I'm not dragging y'all. I'm just y'all got a lot of shit with y'all. It's a lot of drama. It's a lot of extraness on top of already extra because we gay and motherfuckers following us in the bathrooms and harassing us all day and you know why you wanna be gay and all this bullshit that we already deal with just trying to fucking be and then here y'all come with all this extra shit. So, I thought that was a really good scene. Um, yeah, that was a very honest and very um, real situation. And she handled it well. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very articulate in her feelings and, and why and where she was coming from and just why it wasn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I mean, sh- yeah, shout out to her because a lot of people, myself included, have been caught up in those situations. It's like, you know, your mind and your heart or whatever. And, like, you don't realize until it's over and done and now you hate each other and all this other shit. And it's just, like, you know, I really... I picked up on these signs and these flags before, but I ignored them. And um, now we're in this situation. So I thought it was respectable that she was just like, you know what? This is not something I can deal with. I'm walking away. And um, it was civil, and I appreciated that. That was cool. Yeah. Um... What else? Did anything happen? Oh, nigga, how did I forget? When she, when Jocelyn went to K. Michelle's house. Bruh. Oh, yeah. Bruh. Jocelyn, what the fuck? Yeah. Jocelyn is crazy. She's like, okay, so you want to go have sex on the couch? And I'm like, wait, what? Wait a minute. And K. Michelle's face was like, <laughs> did, you, yeah. did you just say that on camera? Her face is like, what? I told you, man. I think. Jocelyn has run through every, all these bras. The Don Penny, the Mimi. The, I told you, I knew K. Michelle because when they was on the yacht, I was like, oh, they fucked. I could tell when they was on oh, the yacht. Oh, yeah. Um, but I didn't... But that fucking, that fucking scavenger hunt, though? <laughs> that shit was funny. She was like, all right, I'm taking my shoes off. All right, this is doing a bit much. <laughs> but that's some lover shit, shit, man. Um, that's, on that's some lover shit, though. Like, I'm right. like, who does that? Like, yo, girl, I was like, yo, she put, back this here. is hella romantic. Yeah, like. Right? Exactly. I was like, what is happening? You do that with your friend. Come over like, yo, we in the back. Yo, come on through. Like, who sets up? I was like, this motherfucker. I was, was looking. Like, I was like, hey, Kay. <laughs> it's like, it's so sweet. 
Australia. Come upstairs. Like, and it was like little clues you had to know. You know, my favorite room in the house. Like, I was like, wait a minute. What's happening? I guess, uh, this is a part of this story I don't really know. Like, well, we know that Jocelyn loves femme, so she's been busting it down. Yeah, apparently. And I, look. I just thought that was funny. She said that K. Michelle's face was like, "Did you just say that on camera?" Like she was like, what? <laughs> "But it was. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like no. A, I don't know. It no, was it like wasn't. A, it was just right like a, yeah, just like a. Oh, okay. I was going to talk a little bit, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, I thought we was going to enjoy the champagne a little longer, but I was. Man, listen, that fucking scavenger hunt. I'm looking like shit. I done been to your house a couple times. You right. ain't never left me <laughs> right. I was like, yo, this is some lover shit. What is this? I'm like, who does? Like, your friend come over and you be like, yo, we in the back. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, we back here. Grab, grab beer. Grab, you know, like, I'm right. Like, Take your shoe, come here. You know, and then she, I was like, okay. Then, uh. And Jocelyn doing it too. Talking right, to like, doing it. She, like, all right, edge, edge. Edge. <laughs> right, she doing it. Like, ah, you, I'm getting tired of shit. Oh, he going nothing again. She was happy to talk. <laughs> Oh my god, I have questions. I have so many that questions. That was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Jocelyn is one of them women. I think Jocelyn is a lesbian. I think she's just one of them women that realizes that she, you know, cute or whatever, pretty, can get dudes, dudes will do whatever for her, you know, and it's easier to get through life with a dude on your arm than it is, you know, trying to be fucking lesbian. I swear to God. Jocelyn is a lesbian. Like, yeah, she might like beefcake, like she say, but it's not she like pussy morning. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, them bisexual. I mean, I know it's a, some of y'all feel like, oh, well, she's bisexual. I don't think so. I, there's a difference between bisexual people, general, so they say, are attracted to both sexes. I think Jocelyn is a lesbian, but she can just she can tolerate dudes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, some of us can't For tolerate dudes. at least. Right. Like, some of us can't tolerate dudes, and maybe she do like beefcake every now and then, but that shit she did with K. Michelle was romantic as fuck. <laughs> it was, nigga. Like, it was. I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, I'm expecting dinner, some candles and shit. I'm like, where's she gonna be at? She gonna be in the tub? With and and we, we don't know what happened when, when the cameras left, because nigga. And the way them girls be acting over Jocelyn, listen, so, yeah, that was funny. I was going to ask you, I was like, yo, is this just me? This motherfucker, these motherfuckers act. But I told you, I knew that on the boat, the yacht one, where Katie yeah. Shell was like, oh, don't treat me like a hoe. You treating me like some just some random hoe in the street. And Jocelyn was like, what? I said, hi. She was like, no, nah, you treat me like you treat everybody else. You didn't see that one? Yeah, I did. That, that's when they was like practice kissing or yeah, some shit. Yeah, and that's when I was like, wait a minute, these motherfuckers is like done done did some shit of more than more than like just once, more than like whatever her and Mimi and Stevie be doing. Like I feel that's like, when I look. That's when I started looking at K Michelle like, hey babe, for real, for real. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> this is real. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's why all these girls be so pressed about Jocelyn. They she be turning them out. Don Penny is mad because she wants some recognition. She don't want to be no sow. She wants Jocelyn to claim her, and Jocelyn won't do it. I don't know, but um, K Michelle is fine to me, and she's yeah. funny. I miss K Michelle. She got her shit with her, and I didn't like the way she rolled up on Angela, but she is fucking funny to me. All right, what else? What else happened? That that was that um. Did anything happen with Scrap and his split ends? 
Oh, Don Penny ran up on Bam. That was at the end, though. Um, what else happened? Anything? Nothing happened with Mama D and them, right? No. Uh, something else. Scrap. He was in it. I just can't remember. What. I can't remember what it was either. I remember Tommy. Tommy met with Jocelyn, and Jocelyn was like, "Look, girl, you got to stop tripping." Like. Jocelyn was actually sounding mature in that episode. And I was like, I don't... I think Jocelyn's uh, insecure. That's her main problem. Like, yeah. I feel like she's insecure. Other than that... Is this the one where she was sitting in the... Her and Stevie were house... Um, looking for houses, and she had Dawn sitting in the thing, and Stevie walked in? No, that's was a like, different my contract? scene. No, that's that a different one? scene. That's a different scene. That was in that one, too. No, this was before that, when Tommy... Because remember Tommy went to the party and started to fight? Went to Jocelyn's yeah. party and started to fight. <laughs> she was like, uh-uh, she got to go. <laughs> she, yeah, she put her out. So this was that talk. And she was like, why are you coming there like that and start that fight? And Tommy was like, I forgot, was some, whatever she said. And Jocelyn was like, well, you know, you, um, what'd she say? She said something like, oh, well, you know, you can't act like that. Like, And a lot of... I forgot what she said, but it, I, it struck me because it was like incredibly like mature and like correct. <laughs> and I just couldn't, <laughs> and that's what it struck me because I was like, "This the same Jocelyn that just accused Stevie of sleeping with this old lady." But whatever it, I, whatever she said, it was like it was correct, and it was just to the gist of like, you know, kind of what K Michelle told. Tommy also, or do she, who she tell? When K. Michelle was like, sometimes, you know, you gotta really, the person not really mad at you, they mad about something else, or like, you don't right. really know. It was like the gist of that. And she basically was like, listen, cause Tommy was like, well, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. And Jocelyn's like, okay, that's fine, but you, you, you know, you gotta understand when you act like that, then people gonna react to you acting like that. And it's, a lot of times it's really not that serious. You really just mad at yourself. Same shit K. Michelle said, cause K. Michelle and Jocelyn would probably be talking to each other on a fucking pillow when they be doing whatever they do. Because <laughs> I'm like, how come both of y'all got the same speech? Y'all probably pillow talking each other. That's where that's where this shit comes from. Because it's like almost word for word what K. Michelle has said. Almost. With an accent. Um, so that happened. And then that, the conversation you were talking about, that was later. So that was toward the end. Yeah, where, um, what's that girl's name? What's that lady name? Dawn. Dawn was on the couch with Jocelyn. And, and this is... Now, I have to Google because I swore to God Jocelyn said that she was a cancer on that show. And somebody was like, no, she's good. But I swear in that confessional, she was like, because, like, I'm a cancer. And then it made sense to me because when Jocelyn was sitting on that couch with Dawn, I swear, but for, like, a few, like, her accent and her, you know, not being raised right. Like, that conversation she had with her, I was like, that sounded like me. It was Stevie came in, and Stevie was, like, with the with the management, getting all hype. And she was just sitting there like, listen, my love, I'm not saying that, you know, we're going to break up or whatever, but if you want, you keep throwing this management contract, I want to see the contract. And if I don't see the contract, I ain't trying to hear all that shit you're talking about. And she was real calm, and that was like, I'm like, that's so me. Like, that's like... That, that's why when people be saying, I, I don't know, I, I don't get this cancers are emotional because I don't think we are. Because I think, <laughs> whatever, nigga. What makes us, <laughs> yo, your face or whatever. My point is this. I, the reason I say I don't think we emotional because what we say to y'all is nothing near like what we be thinking. We be thinking 
bitch ass nigga, I do what the fuck, you ain't got shit, I ain't got to do shit you fucking say, you ain't got no motherfucking contract, I know what you know, you ain't here talking shit, but what comes out is, Stevie, listen, that's fine, I don't know why you're getting all upset, I'm just letting you know, okay, you say you got a contract, until I see the contract, I'm just gonna do what I wanna do, you can get mad though, like that's what comes out. My nigga and all, but um, <laughs> whatever, man. We not emotional. <laughs> what makes us emotional? I uh, think y'all. My call... mom is a fucking cancer. Right? I love my mama to death, but she's a fucking cancer. Yeah. What makes her? I think y'all call us emotional because we be letting y'all know. No, she just she's so fucking extra. She go extra, extra, extra. It's, it's almost like I'm dating two women. It's like I got court my mom, and I got court my girl, and I just nah, man. <laughs> when's, your, when's your mom's birthday? Is she a late cancer or early cancer? I heard it's a difference. Her birthday's the 8th. Huh? Her birthday's the 8th. Of what? July? July, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I'm emotional. But the other traits... Your commitment to petty comes from emotion. <laughs> it does. Y'all fucking need a petty... And then y'all don't, y'all think don't nobody know y'all petty. Y'all think y'all so smart about it. I just be like, come on, man. Excuse me. I claim my petty. I know good and goddamn well that I am petty. I know it. I am purposely petty. My cousin's a cancer too, man. Because it's fucking principles. I won't be petty over no bullshit. It's fucking principles. You gonna learn today. I'm out of the business all the time. Sometimes I just be looking at him and be like, girl. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. It it all makes sense now. If Jocelyn is a cancer, and I swear in that, in that confessional, that's what she said. And people say, no shit. I'm like, God damn it. And I was the only one. A lot, of, a whole bunch of people tweeted. So I know I know, I heard it. And she said she was a cancer. It makes sense now. I'm like, okay. That's why I click with Jocelyn. I click with Jocelyn. Like, I'm not saying Jocelyn don't be tripping, because she do. And she's <laughs> insecure, because she is. But all I'm saying is, what was that? Two seasons ago when her and Stevie beat up the whole cast? And it was all... <laughs> And they was all sitting around. They was all sitting around talking shit about Jocelyn. I understood why Jocelyn beat them up like that. I'm not saying she was right. I'm not saying that's a, but I understood it because the point was y'all talk shit, and they do. Jocelyn don't be talking shit about people. Jocelyn, I have a problem with you, but she'll let you know she have a problem with you. But. Just like that scene when Mimi had her little party and all them broads were sitting around discussing Jocelyn. Was Jocelyn there? No, she was not. Everybody got a beef with Jocelyn, but not really. Don Penny, you just mad because she won't talk to you. Tammy, you mad because you got your ass beat. But you got your ass beat because you're running your mouth. You shouldn't have been. Um, Mimi, you you mad about Stevie and, and a thousand other things that really not nothing to do with Jocelyn. And Jocelyn don't even like Stevie like that. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I... Understood. I'm not saying it was right, but I understood why she did that shit. Because y'all, not, y'all bitches, Jocelyn is petty. Yes. But, hell. but she don't be making, my point is, she don't be making shit up. So, Jocelyn is petty as hell. Because she'll know she'll be wrong. And because you reacted, she gonna keep reacting until you stop. Because 
You shouldn't have said nothing. That's correct. But Jocelyn, look, Jocelyn, is, Jocelyn instigates. How she, insti- <laughs> how she instigate, though? How she instigate? Carly, Carly Red went and told whoever she told, whatever business she told to Jocelyn. And that's why Jocelyn was mad. Bitch, why are you always talking about me? Nah, she's, Jocelyn has calmed down. That Jocelyn that came straight out that um, ship club, that Jocelyn was wild. Right. So Jocelyn has said, oh, you know, I've noticed that, and in this season specifically, if you react to her shit, she's going to escalate it. Yeah, but I feel like Carly started it, though. Carly... All, jo- all Jocelyn wants you to do is keep her name out your mouth. That's all she wants you to do. And that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying Jocelyn don't turn up. She is petty. She All that she said is correct. But it's not like it's for nothing. Like, all she wants you to do is don't be talking about her. When she I'm ain't starting here. to think that she really don't even give a fuck about Stevie like that. And it was because Mimi reacted that she was just like, Realize that it was that I had I, I had boyfriends. I never had a problem getting boyfriends. I had boyfriends. We all the one you know the ones that I like. I was I wasn't I was very picky though. Like I like I said before. Like I like good dudes. Like I don't like I don't you know I don't I wasn't one to just be with this dude or that dude or whatever. I like like for me to be with you, you have to be a good dude. Like I can't fuck with fuck niggas, right? So all my boyfriends, they were, I mean, they, you know, they had shit, but they were always good dudes. But I would, like, I have an, I had an affection for them. Like, I liked them. And, like, you know, we were good friends, and I liked them. But I never really, not that I didn't give a fuck about, but I, I it's hard for me to say what I'm trying to explain. You never I, loved them how they loved you. Right, exactly. Like, I could have took them or left them, to be honest. Right. I, I didn't love them the way they loved me. And I see, that's, so that's how I feel, like, not that she doesn't love him, I'm not saying that, but, like, she ain't super-duper in love with anything, like, to me, like, and I, and I only see that because I recognize it, like, in myself, like, you know, yeah. she'll be there for him, like, if he got locked up, like, if you got locked up, oh, I'm gonna go get, I'm gonna bail you out, you might, you know, I'm not gonna let you sit in jail, and, you know, yeah. I go to court, and as long as I'm not gonna go to jail, I'm not gonna tell no, you know, I, you know, I say I didn't see nothing, or whatever the case, you know what I mean, I, 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 I hold you down as much as I can, I'm not gonna go to jail for you, you know, right. But like and I'm it, still that same way with them dudes. Right. Like it it was like that. Like, but exactly. I I did not love them the way they loved me. Like I could walk away from any of them niggas at any time and you know, left them for dead, I guess as they say. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <clears throat> and I see that and and the Jocelyn see cause Stevie be getting all upset and super mad. And the only time Jocelyn ever snaps on Stevie is when she thinks Stevie trying to play her. Like that time when they were sitting there with Mimi, and he said that shit about they was still she was still fucking Mimi, and I don't think she was necessarily mad about it. I think she was mad because he had lied about it, so that's why she hit him. And then that time when he brought them up to that little nice lounge, and and, <laughs> and Jocelyn thought 
I catch Jocelyn dancing, and he pulled that ring out, gave it to Mimi and Jocelyn, and beat the brakes off it. <laughs> like, the only time she really snaps on Stevie like that is when he tries to play her, or she feels like he's trying to play her, or he get caught lying or whatever. I, I recognize that. So y'all probably like, whatever, they married. I'm telling you, I recognize that shit. She ain't into Stevie all like that. I think if Jocelyn could find a way to, like, do whatever she want to do without Stevie being involved, she would do it. I know plenty of women that got husbands at home and might leave, might have left their rings on the bathroom counter. You know what I'm saying? I understand how it goes. I <laughs> was the same way. Like, my last boyfriend, I had this nigga love me too. Yeah. And, like, I'll never forget, I was coming home from school, and he met me. I told this story. I don't think I told it on here, though. Um, I was coming home from school, and that nigga met me in Grand Central Terminal with a box of Popeyes. And his last fucking $20, nigga. Oh, he loved you. A box of Popeyes? Box of Popeyes. Damn, what's his name? What's his name? Give him a shout out. <laughs> nah, because I'm not sure if he hates me or not. Uh, a box of Popeyes, nigga. Good job. He know who he is, though. And I still got nothing for love for him. But, man, I sat on that train. I was just like, I had started, it was the year that I started to, like, really kind of figure out why I was the way I was and why I was treating dudes that way. Yeah. And, like, he kept saying, he was like, you sure you like men? And I would be like, That's when it's bad. That's when it's bad. When everybody around you be like, I think you sure you're not gay? You be like, why would you say that? I I don't know. I just think you might be gay. It was that summer I was, was like, fixated on Amber Rose. But it wasn't, like, that normal, like, straight girl crush. It was, like, nah, but, like, (laughs) That's when... Yeah, like... That's when everybody know but you. That'd be the worst feeling. You'd be like, wait a minute. I know, and then when I came out, it was like a celebration. It was like, we've been waiting. Everybody be like, yeah, we was trying to tell you. You be like, what? <laughs> be so like yeah. I sat on that train and I ate and I got Popeyes, but I was like, damn, like, this nigga love me, and I don't feel that way. <laughs> right, like, you cool. I mean, you, we, you, you my nigga, but, I, you know. <laughs> I mean, I did the right thing. It, uh, it crushed, it crushed me. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's like, I feel, you feel so bad, but it's like, I can't do it. Like, I'm so sorry. I never sorry. felt that bad, but I was like, yo, I was like, honestly, because if, if I stay with you, I'm not going to do right by you. Right, and you deserve I any, can't. Right, and there's some girl out there that's going to love your dirty draws, and please go find her, because I am not it. You deserve better. I haven't seen him in a while. I should probably, yeah, I'll reach out. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you know what, that box of chicken you want, you could do it. Yeah. I'd be like, you're $20 bag. Actually, interest in Yeah, and, and like, I don't want to have the sex. That's the other thing. Like, you get married to me, we're going to have a terrible marriage because you're going to want to cheat. And, you know, I it's, it's just, that's just not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I can't, I'm not doing, I'm not bouncing on the dick. I'm not sucking the dick. I really want to see the dick. Like, please, just, <laughs> just, 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 let's just kiss and say goodbye. <laughs> All right. All right. So I think that was it for that episode, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was it. And then this week, I don't think, did I see the preview? For the, I don't think I saw the preview for this week, so I'm not sure. Or did I? No, I don't think I did. I oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Because it was um some kind of meeting was rapping them again about him going to jail or some shit. I don't know. Whatever. I, I honestly, like, not too interested in his storyline, to be totally honest. Oh, we missed something. Carly Red kissed him in the shop. Remember? Yes. Yes. She's such a hoe. 
Car- actually, she's not a hoe. What she is is a bop. Carla the kind of girl, you smile at her, buy some drinks in the club. She, the next, oh, girl, I got something to tell you. He was on me, girl. I like him. Me and him going to get mad. She's one of them. And you are too goddamn old for that, Carla. You are like 50 years old, still acting like a little bop. Like, what? come on, girl. She wanted them to try to fuck your relationship up, like. Right, but he was calling me the other night, so I mean, how how tight can y'all be if he called me like this? He called you. Would he be she here? Wanted them to see He'd be your, here, um, though. See your man in the club, and then he texting you like, ooh, girl, he ain't here looking at me. Right, he looking at me. He was trying to talk to me, girl. Was he trying to talk to you? Okay, all right. So you sure? You sure you didn't have something on your upper lip? Right, you sure? Well, I mean, he be sweating. He was. He texted me the other day, did he? Because he's right here. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know when he's. You know, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, girl. Yeah, that was that was weird though. Yeah. Yeah. It just was like, I don't know. He's corny to me. Like, I, what am I missing, y'all? Y'all, I know y'all straights listen. Can y'all please hit us? Tell us what. What is we missing? Because this chest out, leopard skin shirt wearing, split in motherfucker with this bad skin is is, and these fucking censored braids are. He ain't my type of dude, even if I'm on it. At all, he's corny. He's the shirt out, all your chest always out. That is so corny. Dude. That's a shirt chest, but you ain't even got that. That is them, them dudes in high school where you be with the they would wear the big hoop earring and it just like nigga, you are so corny right now. Who likes that? Um, I'm sexist when it when when I was falling and even now like I don't want fuck y'all but like I don't like nigga nigga get a fade get your beard don't have that nasty I get a nice little you know regular beard I, you know I, I don't all that long hair and beards and all that shit these man buns and crown braids y'all doing nowadays that shit is for the birds man I, uh, I like a fucking nation of Islam looking nigga <laughs> like clean. Cut, have your little mustache, have your little beard, not too much, a little fade, whatever. Yeah, I like that uh, perfectly 5 o'clock shadow. Right, and nothing more than that, nothing more not than that. Hard. Once it start getting to where you can, like, comb it with a comb, it's too long. No, thank you. Like, nigga, why, why we in here sharing my fucking right. hair? We both got, we, right, we both got appointments at the salon so you can get your hair, but I don't got time for that. No. I get my hair braided, you come pick me up. Like, I uh, I don't know. I don't know what we doing with this new shit. And they and they wearing the pink Jordans now. Oh well, I, nigga, you got on pink sneakers. What is wrong with you? I don't. Whatever. I admit it. I'm sexist with that shit. I'm just like, if, if I'm gonna be straight, you got to be the man. I'm gonna be the woman, and that's it. I don't want you in my sneakers. I don't want you in my hair salon. I don't want you in my shea butter. No, you can't hold my comb. Put my hair dryer down. No, you can't use my spongy. Get off of my fucking body wash. Get your fucking Old Spice, whatever the fuck you do. Shave your, here's your razors, here's your foam. Leave my shit the fuck alone. Put my clear nail polish down. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Like, that's not, <clears throat> not for me. I don't know, I don't know. I can't get off my lawn with all that shit. Yeah. Um, alright. So, Game of Thrones. Nigga. Are you caught up yet? No, you ain't caught up yet. But you saw this episode, right? Yes. So I told you that Khaleesi got out the Dosh Kaleem, but I ain't want to tell you how. You seen that shit, right? Yeah. Listen, Jon Snow and all that, that's great. The answer to this puzzle is Daenerys Targaryen. That's that bitch. She is the fucking dragon. She don't, she's the unburnt. She's the fucking freer of slaves. All them goddamn all them goddamn names she be running down. 
And yo, and 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 like I said, there's always this chatter on the timeline about about I say I say Khaleesi this time because when I, I say, when I say Khaleesi, I'm talking about when she's being Khaleesi, which is what she was doing this episode. Uh, all this chat on the timeline about her being weak, her not being a strong leader, her not being this, her not being that. That is bullshit. Khaleesi is a very strong leader. She's very determined. What she is is measured. Because... I don't see how people even... Whatever, go ahead. Because when you are when you are someplace like where she is in the East, outside of your kingdom, first of all, I don't know how she's weak. She's conquered everybody she's come across, and anybody that crossed her, she kills and is dead. But it's she's when she does she's she's perfect because when she doesn't know what's going on, she doesn't make rash decisions. I always like to I always like to, to contrast her with Celise with, with with Cersei, who is stupid and a terrible leader. She's a horrible leader. She's a horrible queen. She's not smart. She's not strategic. She's just mean. And she has power. And that's it. And she's petty. And I always contrast her with Khaleesi. Because Khaleesi, when she's unsure, she doesn't act rashly. And that's what people, I feel like, people saying she's weak. Because she doesn't, you know, oh, she, she should have did this or she should have did that. You, when you are somewhere as an occupier, like you're an occupying army like the United States does sometimes. When you're somewhere and you're an occupier and you're conquering and you're holding things to, because you can't, I don't care how big and bad you are, you can't hold everything together just with sheer force, with sheer brute. You have to have some form of cooperation. You have to have some somebody that's willing to just stop fighting you on everything at all times, right? You, you, you just have to, like when you're occupying like that. And so what she does and why, why I think Khaleesi is the baddest bitch is because when she's unsure, she doesn't, she, she sits back and she lets things play out because she doesn't really know what's going on. Like with the Sons of the Harpies, she didn't, they didn't know, they knew the Sons of the Harpies were against her, but they didn't know who were supporting them. She had her suspect, she had her suspicions, but she didn't know. So rather than running through town and, and stringing people up and figuring it out, you never were going to figure it out that way. So she was laying low and 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 and, and playing and playing it cool. And like that's what you do when you're unsure. You have power, and you can make a move, but you don't want to be rash and you're unsure. And and that's what she does. She's not weak. She surveys the land. Like you know what? I'm in this foreign land. I I know who I can trust. I think I can trust this guy. I know for sure I can trust these two. And I'm just going to sit back and let somebody play themselves. And they did. They did. And so I don't under, she's not a weak leader. She's a very good leader because unlike her father, who was the mad king, and unlike Cersei, who's rash and it's every, everything is a get back and, oh, they did this, let's do that. She doesn't do that because she doesn't have to because she knows at the end of the day, she got this motherfucking army and she got these dragons and I can kill all of you. So Khaleesi is not weak at all. She's a very measured leader. She's kind of like Jon Snow, but not like Jon Snow because Jon Snow is all caught up in that honor and Stark bullshit. And Khaleesi will cross you if you cross Khaleesi, or she feels like crossing you is gonna is gonna push her aim forward. She'll do that shit, right? You have to be cunning as a leader too. And this is what I'm talking. This is why I get mad when people talk about Hillary Clinton because 
you can't, you know, we're not doing Boy Scouts out here. You have to have, like, a cold, calculating, kind of shady side to be a good leader, too. You have to. Because you got to be a, sometimes you might have to cut it through. Or you can't go about it this way. You got to get it done that way. So, telling you, the key to this whole shit is Daenerys Targaryen. She is the butt of the dragon. She's the prince that was promised. I don't think it's Jon Snow. I just, well, it's not because, number one, he's the son of the prince, not the son of the king. So you can't push the, you can't push Danny out of the way for John. The only way you could is if John was also the son of the king. But the way the succession works, unless it's different, it, um, Danny is is the heir apparent, not John, because John is the son of the prince. The only way he would be the heir apparent is if the Daenerys had died. She didn't, so the, the throne never passed to him. It passed to Danny when her brother died. Um, yeah. When she burned them motherfucking calls, man, that is the greatest thing. And I knew she was going to do it. I didn't know, I knew, I didn't know how they were going to make it work out. But when I see her turn around and walk over and up on that, on that dais where the fire was, I was like, oh, she finna burn these motherfuckers up. And that shit was mad fucking magnificent. And he was talking all that shit to her. I'm going to do that. And she was just smiling at him. And I'm like, dude. Don't you see this look on her motherfucking face? Like, she's not worried. She's not pressed for you at all. And she burned them motherfuckers. That shit was glorious. And yeah. that right there, that Danny that burnt that motherfucker up, and that Danny that burnt up Slaver's Bay, and that Danny that had um, Carl Drogo kill her brother, that's the motherfucking dragon. That's the motherfucking Iron Throne right there. That girl is not weak. That girl, if you cross her, she will fucking kill you. That's my motherfucker. That yo, she's the shit. She's she's the, the the alpha and the omega. That bitch is bad as fuck. Ain't nobody on that show cold like like Khaleesi is. I don't even like. I haven't been watching the conversation or paying attention, but or to what people are are saying or not saying. But I just out of everybody that I've seen, she's the most sensible and actual leader. Yeah, on the show, like no, everyone else is either you know just really loud and wrong, Wheels, committed to being mean and petty. Pieces on the board, pieces on the board, and all these theories about yeah. how how um she, Denarius needs this and these people need to link up. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. She doesn't need anybody. The beginning of the episode, she told y'all all these families like spokes in the wheel. One's on top, then the others on top, then the others on top. I'm gonna break the wheel. I'm going to get rid of all that shit because I don't need anybody. I am fucking, I'm the fucking blood of the dragon. So all this other shit is connected, but it's not connected. Like all the shit to Targaryen, um, Dorn and all that shit, all that shit is just background fodder because at the end of the day, y'all niggas unite. Well, first of all, at the end of the day, we all need to get rid of these white walkers. And I think Jon Snow is actually the key to that. But all this y'all doing is all for nothing because that's my throne. And I'm going to come and I'm going to fucking take it. And you motherfuckers going to bow down and order's going to be fucking restored because this is my motherfucking throne and this is my motherfucking kingdom and I got these motherfucking dragons. Now, High Garden, thank you very much for getting Cersei out of there. And Dorne, thank you very much. You know, but y'all know what's what. That's what's going to happen. Maybe I'll do that. I'm gonna try and do that this weekend. Catch up on some more seasons. Yeah, like, um, what you watching on on demand or HBO Go? Go. Yeah, I, I just yeah, cause honestly, like, 
the, the episode, some of them, the episodes are so short that like you can watch the whole thing. Some of the episodes, like they this this one was good. They gave us a time back. Some will be like 40, 45 minutes, so you can watch like two seasons in like a weekend sometimes. Yeah, I think I'll uh, stay close to the house this weekend. Watch some. Alright, so that's it, right? That's the only show. We don't do no other shows, right? Black Ink. Oh, Black Ink. Alright, let's do them real quick. So what, because this week was kind of slow, I feel like, right? So, I still have the question about Donna, though. But I think, I think, I think I believe Donna. I think I believe that, um, well, no, I will say... <laughs> Sky was still kind of mad, talking about, oh, well, you owe me a fair one. I don't owe you a fair one, sis. You you, you, you came at me, you tried to fight me, I ate it, I put you in a headlock. Like, that's, she, Sky was saying like she cheated or something. Oh, you put me right. in a headlock. Yeah, I put you in a headlock. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be fighting you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, she doesn't owe you a a, a, a fair one. But I think, oh, Kwani's mom found out about the, um, I told you I saw Kwani today, right? I did on the Twitter. Her mom mm-hmm. found out about shooting the place up. I still think that place wasn't shot up. Um, what else happened? We didn't see too much. Of, oh, Caesar's dumbass made back up with that. They deserve each other, though. They, really, they them two are two miserable people. They really deserve each other. Caesar is running around out of his mind, worried about Puma. Puma ain't thinking about Caesar, which I think is funny. Which is shows how much of a, a fuck boy Caesar is because it's like the Monday. Uh, this nigga Puma is trying to get his mother-in-law off his back and make his rent. He really is not even thinking about you. And you doing all this, about to pay 6000 a month in rent to go to 125th Street, which is still a good 10 blocks from, from for y'all out there that don't know New York City or not familiar with New York City, uh, 10 blocks is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga that's on 125th, really not fucking with a business that's on 135th. Because you either gonna go to 125th because that's closer to you, or you're gonna to go to 135th because it's closer to you. So, I mean, it's I know that sounds like it's really close, but it must be a whole nother neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like that's a whole ten blocks. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got and nobody's doing no neither one of them is doing no kind of exceptional tattoos to where, oh, I'm gonna go all the way down to one twenty fifth to Caesar because Caesar got the best. like my point in that is him moving to one twenty fifth is stupid. All he's doing is paying more rent to be on one twenty fifth. And it ain't gonna affect Puma Shop in no way because Puma Shop is on one thirty fifth. So if you gonna go to Puma, you gonna go to Puma. If you gonna go to Caesar, you gonna go to Caesar. It's not like y'all right next door to each other. It's 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 silly. New York City is like that. Like nigga, two blocks is is a long way. <laughs> I mean, if I gotta if I got a bodega that's a block away, I'm going to the bodega that's a block away, not the one that's two blocks away because y'all got the same shit and I'm not walking the extra block. That shit might as well be around the, on the other side of Earth, as far as I'm concerned. So, right. yeah. Um, he took Dutch's dumbass back, and she still lied. You noticed that? I'm sorry, I took my ring off. Like, nigga, it ain't that you took your ring off; it's that you went down there, you took your ring off, you didn't tell him, you had another phone, you was talking to some other dude, you had some, all this shit that you did. That he found out about because you lied about Donna. Like, it's like, whatever. They deserve each other, though. Y'all deserve each other because y'all both miserable, hating ass people. Yeah. Um, and what, what happened? Something happened with old shit. Old shit and yeah. the child support. Yeah. That nigga's a. That, they got a fucking season trying to mediate? Kathy, pay the $50 to get somebody to serve. How you gonna come to the shop and ask Caesar, I need you to serve old shit? Girl. You could have stopped the stranger on the street, gave them $5. Can you go 
hand this paper this through. You know what I mean? Like, and, and whatever, Kathy. And yes, I'll be goddamned if a nigga that just got out of jail. Both of them are bumps. I'm sorry. I don't know too much about child support and all of that. But I know if you get locked up for not paying child support, you pretty much a deadbeat. Because that means that they have exhausted everything that they could. And your arrears are so high that you just have not been paying them for a long time. And they lock your ass up. If I'm wrong, y'all let me know. But I know it's pretty severe for you to get locked the fuck up, right? Am I, or yeah, no? you had to be doing a, long, a lot for a long time. Deadbeat, right? So you get one deadbeat nigga that's going to mediate your child support with another deadbeat nigga. Like, Kathy, that old shit, that nigga's a bum nigga. That nigga's a fuck boy bum nigga. That's the type of dude you just got to go down to the courthouse. You got to file your paperwork. And if he just, you know, be in the rear. And if he get locked up for it, oh, well, he just get locked up for it. Like, that's what you got. Ain't no arguing with him. Ain't no talking with him. You just got to you just gotta do what you got to do. And if that nigga go sit in jail because he owe child support, oh, well, you ain't going to get the money either way. But, you know, whatever. So, that nigga's... He's 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 ridiculous. I just bought him two pairs of sneakers, nigga. You giving her what, one twenty, one hundred and twenty-five dollars every few months? Like that don't even pay. For, you know how much a fucking metro card in New York City is? One hundred and sixteen dollars for a monthly. That's what I'm not saying that he's not. A, it's some shit. She she wild and bugged out, and he oh shit. So I don't know how that boy is even. A rational human being, and you know, but I can only listen. Whatever I try, y'all need to think about who y'all having these kids with because listen. y'all had these kids with these motherfuckers that don't be shit when you meet them and you have kids with them and then you surprised when they ain't shit. Like I don't understand it. Like y'all be having kids with people y'all don't even know their last names and shit. Like wh- wh- what is happening? Right. That nigga's a drug addict and everything else. Like. And 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 honestly, like, uh, I don't know. I, I I can't even really say. Like, I used to be like, well, you can't say he's a bad father, but I mean, I don't know. Do do coming around every couple weeks and sitting on the steps for five minutes and handing you a pair of sneakers, do that make you a good father? I don't. I kind of think it don't. Like, is he there when that boy? Does he pick that boy up from school when that boy got problems? Is he there? Is he helping him with his homework? Is he telling him like? You know, I know he's not, because he don't know shit, because he's a fuck nigga. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, some, I don't know. I, I was lucky I had my father, I had my mother until she passed. Like, I, you know, I had a pretty stable environment. But I feel like sometimes kids, they might be better off without that nigga around. You know what I mean? Like, what? What'd you say? I said, yeah, I was agreeing with you. Yeah, like. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know, because I guess two, sometimes two parents ain't better than one if one of them is like that. You know what I mean? Right. So, what you, what, I mean, I don't know, what you think about it? You you, you still had faith in old, old shit as of two weeks ago. I knew that nigga wasn't shit. Yeah, I did, but I always try to, and that situation, it's still like, it's Texas with her family and all with her life and you know sees them when she sees them that's true but I also I just don't put it past that I need to do some shit with my 
work it out. I, I just, I hate to see kids stuck in the middle of some two bullshit-ass adults. And it's like, y'all have one purpose. If, if y'all can't agree on anything else, it should be, you should be able to agree on the welfare of this yeah, nothing he, else matters. He's he's so he's so he's such a fuck up on so many levels. It's not even just that he's a bad father. Like he's a fuck up on all kinds of levels. He's a drug addict. He's an alcoholic. He's a fuckboy. The shit where he made up the lie about not. He's just he's he's a lost cause. He's a nigga that's just a lost. You just gotta wash your hands. Of him, take him to court. Get him on paperwork. So if they lock him up, they lock him up. If he ever gets a job, his wages gonna be garnished, and you get whatever little bit you can get out of him because he's lost. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, all right. Did anything else happen on there? I'm trying to think. I think that was it. The Sky and Donna thing. Oh, what I was saying was, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I kind of. I, I think. I think it because we were saying. We were saying it depends on how the story was told. Like, like, and, and this is this is why this is why I believe Donna because um, th- I, this is what I think happened actually. Now that I think about it, because remember Donna came back and was like, "Oh, Sky had to stay down there and take care of herself." Or mm-hmm. keep healing. I think what happened was they did say, "All right, we all going to go down to Miami and we going to split it up. We going to have this vacation. I'm going to get my my surgery." And when they got down there, what happened was Donna ended up having to take care of Scott. That's what I think happened, and that's why I think Donna was like because because that's probably why she left. She was like, "All right, well, while I was down there, I took care of you, and then I had to come back, and you just stayed down there and did whatever." I feel like that's what happened, you know, and that's why Donna was like. Listen, I took care of you because, you know, I, yeah, I was coming down here. You was going to get the surgeon. I thought maybe I had to pick you up and make you some soup or some shit. But I didn't know I was going to have to be doing all this shit that I, that I was doing. So I feel like, you know, you got me down here kind of on a pretense. And then you made me take care of you, which I did, you know, because we cool. I did it. I'm not saying that. But now here you are talking about this paying for the room. When it's like, come on, sis. Yeah. But the, but I mean yeah but it looked like I don't know maybe the cam- I feel like the cameraman was showing what he was showing to see to say with Donna because every time we saw it it was Donna yeah Duchess of them was there but Donna's the one that was helping her up Donna according to Donna changed her diapers and shit and Sky never denied it it's not like Sky was like oh you ain't never changed so I feel like Donna was probably doing the, the bulk of the work because you know Duchess is a piece of shit yeah. and I don't even know who that other girl was. So I feel like Donna was probably doing it. I don't know. I I just, I feel like, again, Donna ain't, ain't never lied about nothing, right? So she would have to be lying about this. And I just don't see it. Like, again, all the girl want to do is tattoo. Yeah. And she seemed like she really cared about Sky because she came back in again and was like, listen, you know, what's the problem? So she's very, acting very much like somebody who ain't do, who knows that, she ain't do nothing wrong, and and like nigga, you know we talked about this already. I don't know why. Why are you doing all this? That's how Donna's kind of acting to me. Yeah, I agree with that. So she seems a little bit confused about. Right, she seemed a little bit confused about why you were so mad about when when we already said whatever. And I just she ain't lied. Like if she was like a duchess who lied about everything, it'd be different. But I'm like everything Donna say come up aces. So I don't know why she would be lying about this in particular. Okay, I agree. Yeah, so, all right, y'all. That was it, right? Yeah. 
oh, Puma closed the shop, whatever. I told you that's the jigs. He's just trying to get time for his rent money. I'm hip to you, Puma. And you got a victim complex. You and Kwani, both of y'all paranoid schizophrenics and shit. Swear by after y'all. Um, all right, we had, we run, we had two hours, my nigga. So, let's wrap it up. All right, so thank y'all for listening. Um, um, okay, do y'all, I always do this. Do y'all trolls. Um, all right, y'all, so appreciate y'all rocking with us. You can always hit us on our Twitters like you do, and the podcast Twitter is thanks underscore for asking without the G. The email is um, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we gave up on the, well, we ain't give up on them. Like, if y'all want to send us topics, go ahead, but we'll have topics regardless. But, um, yeah. still, the email's there. And, um, thank y'all for listening. We glad y'all like it. We like doing this. Um, I don't know if I said before, but we're going to try to, we're not going to try. We're going to do a, a YouTube, um, episode. So we're just trying, Maybe my my plan is for us to get in the same space and try to do it because it'll just be easier that way. So we have to kind of coordinate our schedules and over the summer, you know how that is. So just letting y'all know, we're going to try to increase our YouTube presence a little bit. So we're not going to be doing this every week, but we're going to try to get some some um, live, ep- I don't know, like YouTube episodes up so y'all can see both of us. Because a lot of what we do here is like facial expressions and shit that y'all can't really see. Like when mm-hmm. I said, when I said I ain't think I was sensitive, and she gave me the face. <laughs> like y'all need, to, y'all need to see that in person. So um, we're gonna do that soon. Anyway, I'm babbling. Thanks for listening. Thanks to thanks for asking. If y'all could rate us, like us, all that, get us raised up. Cause we trying to, yo, we trying to break out of this, man. We seeing all kind of podcasts getting picked up by everybody, and I mean, I ain't knocking nobody's shit, but I think our shit is live too, and I think we, I listen to a lot of shit, and I think our angle is unique, and um, you know, so we trying to we trying to come up out here. So if y'all can help us out, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So this is episode fifty seven. What are we gonna call it? I was thinking that we should call it, um, she gotta go, like how Jocelyn did. Call it what? We should call it, uh uh-uh, she gotta go, like Jocelyn did when the, um, when Tommy came through the party. I ain't say, I ain't hear that. Say it again, you kind of broke up a little bit. Uh Uh-uh, she gotta go. Oh. Yeah, we ain't say nothing else in this episode. We did, but that was on the game. We gonna call it scavenger hunt? Yeah, we could. Scavenger yeah. hunt. Let's go. Let's call it that. Same kind of, same line of, same line of uh, a questioning. All right, episode fifty-seven. Scavenger hunt. Sorry for being late. Thanks for asking. See y'all next week. Peace, y'all.